He sells grief tales down by the seashore. So we got our buzz on. Welcome to Buzzed Off Film, the spoiler-free mini-episode review podcast, uh, sister podcast of our regularly scheduled programming, High On Film, the movie where we have guests and review, review, lampoon, full movies, uh, usually a little older than the ones we are tackling in this series. Um, hmm, what's that, what else? I'm Chris Maxwell, your host. How are you today? Boy, oh boy, this is actually the first of a three-part buzzed-off film installment series where we're actually going to review three movies, all hitting nation the nation right now, this weekend, um, by three different directors, all making their third feature. How about that little through line? Isn't that exciting? I'm, I'm tickled by it, actually. Uh, let's get to my co-host. He's here for every single episode. Couldn't do the show without him. The co-host from the couch, the... Oh, what haven't I said in a while? The Walking Kevin Bacon game, the podcaster of disaster, and the Brad Davis that God gave us, Brad Davis. Chris Maxwell. Hey, Brad. Hey, how you doing? Doing, doing well. Doing well. Yeah, I hear, I hear you're very tickled. I am tickled by the fact that these three movies are all the third features from their respective directors. Yeah, you love a good through line. And we're doing three movies. That's true. Come on. Rule of three. Yeah, rule of three. Love it. Good things come in threes. That's true. Spoiler alert, I'm very positive deaths. on all three of these movies, too. Oh, celebrity deaths. Coming threes. Yeah. I mean, kind of. I know, no. It's kind of horseshit. But whatever. But yeah, let's talk more about death. Let's uh, do it. We just saw Manchester by the Sea. We did. Written and directed by Kenneth Lonergan from the Year of Our Lord, 2016. Uh, certainly uh, an Oscar contender. Yes, definitely. Uh, I mean, um, what, what do you think here? You got to... Should we get an Oscar picks right now? I uh, mean, what do you think this can contend for and, and potentially win? Yeah. Of course, I, Casey Affleck is getting... A lot of... Yeah, I mean, he's probably the front runner for Best Actor right now. I think this movie could win Best Picture. I'm not sure it will. I think it'll definitely be up for Best Picture. Nominated. Uh, possibly directing. And I think it has a good chance to maybe win original screenplay. Yeah. That's, I think that one's almost a lockdown. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But Kenneth I, Lonergan. Um, yeah. A playwright. A very talented playwright. Specializing in dual dialogue. Yes. Um, I read yeah. the screenplay. He does it a lot. Yeah. He does it a lot in his plays as well. Um, so yeah. It, it's a, certainly an indie feature made by Amazon. Uh, if you have not heard of this film or... Uh, your internet's down, but you've downloaded this podcast, so this is your only source of information for this film. It's time for some movie trailer voices, where Brad and I have both have uh, tailor-made movie trailers for Manchester by the Sea. Brad? Yes. You want to go first? Sure. <clears throat> A man haunted by his past is forced to return home when tragedy strikes. If the passing of his brother isn't bad enough, he learns that he is now the sole guardian of his 16-year-old nephew. Ill-equipped and unwilling to handle it, he tries to navigate being home for the first time in years and trying to outrun his past in Manchester by the Sea. Oh, nice. Thanks. Yeah. I, I, I think I unintentionally made mine a little more jaunty. Oh, <laughs> great. I... <laughs> Looking over it now. It seems Please. to play like it could be a... Like comedy, like a like a 
you know, um, what is it, uh, Comedy of Errors almost? Ah, oh, yeah. well, that's one way of looking at it. I'll try to play that up. Here we go. Please <clears> do. Any loss is a tragedy, and nobody knows that better than Lee Chandler, a Boston handyman closed off from the world. But when his older brother dies, he's forced to revisit the ghosts of his hometown, only to find himself the legal guardian of his teenage nephew. Together, they must manage their grief and grow stronger to try and move on. It's a great place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> that's a great last line. Credit <laughs> to you. That's hilarious. Great place to visit. I wouldn't want to live there. Poignant and Thank you, accurate in this movie. Uh, well, our next segment is to pee or not to pee. Poor Urin. I knew him well. AKA, you're in, you're out. Any times that uh, you think during this two hour and 17 minute film that it is safe to get up out of your seat, leave the theater, dispose of some of that big gulp? Yeah, it's kind of tough. Not big gulp. It's not a 7 Eleven. It's a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, large, extra large. Large gulps. Soda. Oh, no. Um, it's tough. I. Because. Because of the performance, and it's not like a ton of stuff happens in this movie where if you leave and come back, you'd like really miss a lot, but enough happens where it's, I mean, I think you kind of get a first scene of them on, of uh, Casey Affleck and a couple other characters like on a boat, and after that, you kind of cut to him kind of seeing his daily life on the job as a janitor. And while that's funny and certainly sets up, kind of, you see how his character acts in this world now, as opposed to at the beginning, you could probably jump out real quick towards the beginning. Okay. I could argue, I, I wouldn't recommend it, because it is good, and it is good character building and kind of a juxtaposition of where he was in this first scene to where he is now, but it, it's not as important as to kind of everything that happens after that. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I would, yeah, if you got to, I would say try to stick through this one. I mean, it's really good. It's I, all the, the scenes I think do um, do their work in establishing character and furthering the story. There's not really any chunk, significant chunk of time where I think you can really leave without missing something that really helps your something understanding. Significant. Whether it's helping your understanding or even just seeing a very good scene or just like missing some really quality acting work or anything like you, you don't want to miss much of this movie at all. No, I, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. Mean, and well, I'll, I'll let this fade into uh, for what it's worth. Our next segment, the review centric uh, part <laughs> where we measure uh, what we thought about the movie against the price of admission. $13 and 50 cents for Manchester by the sea. Uh, so what I was going to say, uh, is this movie seamlessly, I think one of the best things about it is it seamlessly goes back and forth between the past and present. Um, and it does that with as much ease as it flows back and forth between comedy and tragedy. And I think that makes this a beautifully well-rounded movie. Um, I think it's a very engaging way to tell this story, especially after hearing a Fresh Air interview with Kenneth Lonergan saying that he wrote it. Um, uh, in order first, the screenplay with the past mm. being past and the present being present, and he found it found out he found it very boring and didn't like it, so he started over. Um, and I think it's 
awesome. I mean, this probably is my favorite movie of the year so far. The editing in this movie is terrific. I'll definitely agree with you there. Yeah, it's. I found it to be a devastating movie in all the right ways. Like, it's a beautiful meditation on grief and tragedy and family and, and what you can do for them. Um, yeah, I, I, I laughed. I cried. I, I This was a terrific movie. Um, I'm going, like, 20. You know, to see this film? 20 bucks. The acting, too. Casey Affleck, gonna win Best Actor, right? Gonna be Best Actor at the Oscars. Michelle Williams, I mean, not Terrific. in it a lot, but yeah. has this. there's a scene between her and Casey Affleck, which is like, oh, God, I can't even put into words how good this scene is between these two. It's one of the better acted scenes I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Um, With very little discernible dialogue. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just it's crazy. Terrific. Um, yeah, I mean, I going into this movie, I'd heard so much buzz about it, and I was like, well, it's a movie, we've kind of seen this before, a movie about a guy going back to his hometown, and he's got to take care of, like, it's like raising Helen with... Garden State. Yeah, or raising Helen with Kate uh, Kate Hudson, which is like almost a rom-com, like, mm -hmm. it kind of has this plot, um, which isn't a good movie. Uh, but I was like, well, what makes this different? How is this going to be so good? And then you see it, and it's just like, it's the best version, the best version of that type of cliched, genre, almost genre movie could be this is the best version that I've ever seen yeah. and I could almost imagine it's so well acted it's so authentic I was gonna say it's so honest it's so authentic like, and that's what helps I mean even knowing it, like you know Casey Affleck Kyle Chandler Michelle Williams like these are fairly well-known actors and you don't see them like this is just honest the dialogue the writing is so honest the performances are so honest you feel like you're just you know you're you're uh, you know, in Manchester by the sea for the weekend, and you're, you know, just kind of watching this all unravel. Um, it's beautifully shot. Mm -hmm. uh, the screenplay is, I mean, I've, like I said, I read the screenplay. It is phenomenal. Yeah, that's something I want to do still. It's it's really, really good. And, um, I mean, kind of like you said, uh, and I, this is kind of what I've been saying about this movie. It's a movie that rips your heart out and shows it to you, and then a minute later has you laughing. Yeah. And it's... It's very tough to do that. It's very tough. It's a very understated movie in a way, as far as the performances, especially. Like, I always, like, Casey Affleck's performance is so good, I think, because he, you know, almost like Sean Penn in Mystic River, where you're like, scream, or, you know, uh, yeah, sure. Pacino in anything. Like, where <laughs> you're just like, rather than like, you're screaming at all this crazy shit going on around you, but all he like, internalizes it all. Oh, yeah. And it's almost makes it harder to watch because you just see it like, eating him from the inside out. And it's a brilliant performance. It really is. Um, so, yeah, $20. I, I was excited to see it for a long time and I saw it and I was still floored by it. it, it, it it's a wallop of a movie. There you go. All right, Brad Davis, you just saw Manchester by the Sea. What are you going to do next? I I mean, I've, I have a feeling we might have the same answers to this. I mean, i got to watch Lonergan's other two films. Mm. I mean, I've seen mm -hmm. You Can Count on Me a long time ago, and I don't remember it very well. And Margaret, I've never seen. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I can't even remember if I watched You Can Count on Me or not. I thought I did, but I have... Very little recollection of it, and I know I've never seen Margaret. Yeah, 
So, I well, Chris Maxwell, you just saw Manchester by the Sea. What are you going to do next? Yeah. I mean, what do you do after a movie like this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, sit, have a drink, yeah. sit around, which was basically what we did. We had a drink, basically sat, sat around in silence, silence yeah. and just yeah. kind of, like, dealt with it. Yeah. Because it is, it's, an, it's one of the more emotional films you'll experience. Yeah. Uh, I'd hate to put this label on it, but I can't resist. But it's a, it's a very human movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I agree. as far as like you said, it's your favorite movie of the year. I mean, it's I have four movies right now that are easily my top four of the year, mm. and kind of everything else is far off from these four. And this movie is certainly in that four. I, I'm not sure where my order is yet on this. I don't think it's in the end. I don't think this is going to be my favorite movie of the year. Well, but we'll, we'll leave this list for the final buzzed off that we do for the year, which I think is going sure. to be. Sure, our... I'm just more teasing it than anything. Oh, uh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I am with you. I'll add to yours, though. Uh, to, what am I going to do next? Not only those two movies, but I am very curious as to this movie's rewatchability. Because it is heavy. Uh, I'm not too scared to rewatch it. Like I am, say, Requiem, Requiem for a Dream. Dream. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the standard um, answer to that question, I feel like. But I'm super curious to see if it can be as affecting the second, third time around. Um, knowing what's coming... And, uh, you know, if, if the performances and stuff can ring that true again and again and again. I mean, there's, uh, thinking of that, and I really do want to see this movie again, there's like three scenes that immediately come to mind mm -hmm. in this film where I'm just I like, I, got, I don't oh, care yeah, I how it. many times I see this, this is scene is going to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, awesome is maybe not the right word to use because some of them are gut-wrenching, but mm -hmm. are just so, such good scenes, such good acting. I mean, the acting is so good. Yeah. The street, the house, and uh, police the, station. Oh, the police station. Oh, I was gonna go to the uh, refrigerator. Oh yeah, good. I mean, I said three. I could probably yeah. name a lot more <laughs> if I really wanted to think about it. I'm saying literally yeah. just off the top of the head. Clearly, we both love this movie. Yes, very much so. Uh, Brad Davis, anything to plug while we wrap this up? At BD Always GP on Twitter. Same on Instagram. And yeah, that's about it for now. I guess. There it is. I'm at Cross Maxwell. The show is at High On Film. And please look for our other two buzzed off films out now. One for La La Land and the other for Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And of course, on Monday, we do have our Christmas special coming out. Uh, High On Film, Elf, uh, the new holiday classic with uh, actress Kimberly Condict. So look forward to that. You, you do that. Look forward to it. Um, and we'll both put them up for you. All right, guys. See, see you in a minute for another Buzzed Off film. We love you. Goodbye.